Welcome to Rising Above Shadows of Abuse. This is your host, Grace Upper for Raza. Today's episode centers around dealing with emotional vampires in your life. What are emotional vampires or who are they? Emotional vampires are people who make you feel drained. Or whenever they're around, you have a palpable feeling of dread and thus don't want to interact with a certain person or that person. Emotional vampires certainly can wreak havoc on your confidence, well-being and productivity. Emotional vampires can be found anywhere. Energy vampires, on the other hand, thrive at work. This is so because many of us wrap our identities around what we do for a living. We bring our whole selves to our jobs and measure our self-worth against our accomplishments. An emotional vampire feeds on what we care most about. Emotional vampires drain the well-being, vitality and confidence of those around them. They suck away our energy and passion. They may not be immortal, but their criticism and psychological damage can live on. Turning a bright light on such behavior is a great way of keeping them afar. Emotional vampires may or may not be aware of their behavior, but that doesn't make their behavior any less toxic. Their desire to take their attention off their own insecurities causes them to manipulate and emotionally abuse others. By controlling the narrative to keep themselves firmly at the center, or preferably in the victim's seat, they ensure that they are never at fault. These people are experts at avoiding responsibilities for their own actions and lives. Whether a person is doing this intentionally or not, the effects of such vampires can have an impact on your mental health. There are different types of emotional vampires. How do you spot them? You can spot them by what they do or say. An emotional vampire is also someone who gaslights, manipulates, or uses other emotionally controlling tactics to diminish another person. Whether they do this intentionally or not, emotional vampires often leave their victims feeling depressed, anxious, and insecure. The different types of emotional vampires are narcissists, the drama lovers, controllers, talkers, victims. Who is a narcissist? These are people who seem unable to talk about anything but themselves. Even if you are upset or going through something difficult, they can't take the attention of themselves long enough to empathize. They do not empathize and might not necessarily hear what you're saying. This kind of people are difficult to understand, 
especially if you're in a close personal relationship with them. Narcissists are too emotionally immature and self-centered to see when you need help and more often do not help you. For example, they might say things like, that's nothing, at least you're not dealing with what I'm dealing with. Drama lovers are dramatic vampires. They are always in the midst of an emotional crisis. If something goes well in their lives, they minimize it or find something about it to complain about. If something goes well in their lives, they minimize it or might find something about it to complain about. If something is going on poorly, this is all you will hear for days, weeks or even months. Generally, the setback doesn't have to be humongous, but they, but they often find a way to turn anything into a catastrophic story. If you spend enough time around a dramatic type of person, you might hear them tell the same story numerous times, long enough, and you might become a co-star in their drama. They might say things like, how am I? What's the last thing I told you? Things have gotten even worse. A controller. This is someone who talks to you and makes you feel like there's only one right answer. This type of person can leave you feeling like you have to get their approval for everything you do. These energy vampires can be domineering or subtle in their manipulations. After talking to someone who is controlling, you often feel like you're second-guessing yourself. They'll make comments like, you really should have talked to me about that first. A victim. Nothing is ever the victim's fault. Even when you have the hard evidence. They do some pretty impressive emotional and mental acrobatics, justifying their behavior. These types of people are very sensitive to perceived criticism and will lash out if you try to point out what they could have done differently. Someone with a victim mentality is more interested in sympathy than solutions. You'll find that victims don't take advice well and seem uninterested in problem solving. They always have a reason why it won't work, so they'll see little point in trying. They make statements like, I wish something like yours would work, but my boss will never go for it. Why are you blaming me? It's not my fault. If they had submitted this work, I would have finished on time. Talkers are the next vampires. They talk excessively. They dominate the conversation with their own opinions and views. If you do get a chance to speak up, they quickly dismiss you so that they can get back to what they were saying. These people are always thinking about what they'll say while you're talking. When you call them out, they can often recite what you said but miss the nuance of it. Talkers find a way to spin everything back to their original point. They can't deal with silence. They say things like, You're always interrupting me. You clearly don't listen to anyone but yourself. Signs of an emotional vampire. 
gaslighting. Toxic behavior exhibited by emotional vampires are gaslighting, no accountability, all or nothing thinking, guilt, passive aggressive behavior, making inappropriate or personal comments, your own feelings, all about me syndrome. Gaslighting is a way of making you doubt your own sanity, your own perception of reality or instincts, whether conscious or unconsciously. A gaslighter can make you feel like you don't know what you're talking about or make you doubt your own memory, yourself or perception. Emotional vampires hardly take responsibility for actions. Emotional vampires hardly take responsibilities for their actions. When you point out a mistake they've made or an action they took that hurt you, they often find a way to blame it on you or at least anyone but themselves. Guilt is one of the favorite weapons of an emotional vampire. They'll make you feel guilty or make you have to apologize. This they do and use as a way out of taking any responsibilities for their actions. All or nothing thinking. Quite a lot of people tend towards having all or nothing thinking patterns. It's a mood disorder like anxiety and depression. This is not enough to make them emotional vampires. However, it can become toxic when people apply their all or nothing thoughts to others. They may describe people as either good or bad, hardworking or lazy, smart or stupid. At best, this is reductive. At worst, it's damaging. Passive-aggressive behavior. Oftentimes, people who exhibit passive-aggressive behavior rarely ask for what they want. Instead, they try to manipulate you into doing what they want you to do. They will often hold you accountable for not meeting their expectations, even if they were never communicated. Emotional vampires make inappropriate or personal comments. They get too close, too fast. This is often a tactic used to uncover sensitive or personal information that can be used to manipulate you. They ask personal questions that can subtly shift power away from you by putting you on your guard. Your own feelings. By far, one of the most important indicators of an emotional vampire is how you feel after you interact with them, especially for an extended amount of time. If you feel emotionally drained or exhausted, depressed, insecure, or wish that you had never said anything at all, that person is probably and ultimately an emotional vampire. All about me syndrome. Toxic people often display self-centered or egocentric behavior. There is no use trying to tell them about something that happened to you. They are wholly uninterested unless it has something to do with them or 
they'll find a way to connect everything back to themselves. What are ways to deal with an emotional vampire? There are different ways to deal with people that we'd rather not deal with. Even if we don't enjoy their presence, we'll still have to learn to collaborate, communicate and maintain the psychological safety of our environments or workplaces or relationships. We cannot control how and when an emotional vampire shows up, but we can limit the impact that they have on us. Developing strategies to deal with toxic people and their behaviours in our lives can help us feel more in control and lessen the stress, giving you more energy and helping you develop resilience along with strategies to handle their behaviour. The steps required are Number one, setting clear boundaries. Emotional vampires love to live in grey spaces. The less that they are clear about, the more they can get away with. Make sure they are accountable for their actions. Set clear, healthy boundaries for their behaviour with you and your expectations of them. An example is someone who comes late for a meeting. Get the time that you're supposed to meet them in writing. Make it clear if they're not around or they're not there within 15 or 20 minutes, you'll be leaving. Make sure you follow through if they're late. By setting healthy boundaries, this helps limit the negative impact of their behavior on you. When the consequences of their behavior begin to affect them instead, they will be motivated to change their behavior or actions. Practice mindfulness. One of the best ways to limit the impact of an emotional vampire is to develop self-awareness of how their behaviors might affect you or is affecting you. Practice mindfulness. This helps you to be more aware of the emotional strings they're pulling to manipulate you and why it's affecting you. Mindfulness practices can help you avoid being triggered or pulled into a blame game. Mindfulness practices involve meditation, breathworks, exercises, just to name a few. Another step is to stick to the facts. Emotional vampires love to manipulate you through your feelings. Stick to the facts when dealing with such people. Instead of telling them how they made you feel, give them examples of specific behavior that need to change. For example, if you have a victim on your hands, you can say, I'm sorry that you're dealing with this. I can't help you this time around because I've got something else to do. I'm sorry that you're dealing with this, but I can't help you today because you came late. If it happens at work, talk to a superior officer or manager or encourage them to take their concerns to HR. Another way of dealing with an emotional vampire is talking to a therapist or coach. Emotional vampires, if member of your family or loved ones, 
can do some damages to your mental health. When someone you trust or love makes you feel put down, it can destroy your self-esteem, self-trust and drain your emotional energy. Relationships with energy vampires can often result to codependency and it can be very stressful. Working with a professional can be helpful when it comes to setting boundaries and taking an objective look at the relationship. This kind of work can help you identify patterns, cycles, improve low self-esteem and sort out your emotional reactions. Toxic traits are often a sign of a personality disorder, a precursor to emotional and mental abuse. Licensed mental health professionals can diagnose personality and mood disorders, interact virtually or not at all. If you feel you can get away from an emotional vampire, keep them at a distance. While you may not have control over where they work or how they relate with you at work, you can have some control over how you interact with them. Drawing a line in where you interact or if you even meet with them in the first place can restore a little of your emotional freedom. Protecting your mental health is a good reason to turn a meeting into an email. Human beings are wired to interconnect with each other. It is not in our nature to want to cut off relationships or dismiss pains of others. But we can only help other people when we are not depleted ourselves. And we shouldn't do it at our own expense. Always learn to recognize the red flags in your relationships and prioritize your own self-care. These are one of the most important instruments for dealing with emotional vampires. This has been Grace Upper for Rising Above Shadows of Abuse, Raza. See you on our next episode. Be safe and be positive. Bye for now. You can leave your comments on our social media handles or our email address, risingaboutshadowsofabuse at gmail.com. Take care.